0: Amen. Um, good morning, everybody. Um, we are um, we are embarking upon something new, and a part of that means doing new things and doing things differently. So this tag team approach, um, which you know, Pastor Kelly kind of sprung on us, we decided to to go with it because we're gonna we're gonna trust the Lord. Uh, we haven't we have not. Um, discuss what we're going to be sharing and so we're going to trust that what it is is of the lord it's timely and it connects uh, and i just wanted to say on 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 behalf of wcc regarding dave's attire that other football teams are available to be supported if you so choose
1: like the best one manchester united
0: um, or even a south london team <laughs> amen Okay, so let's hope that the same spirit of supporting football is conveyed in how we support the Lord and, and allow him into our life. So on that point, I'm going to hand over to, to Patrick, the man that God gave me, that blessed me with. Um, and I just thank God for him and all that um, you know God has blessed us with in our marriage. I'm going to hand over to Patrick to kick off.
1: Good evening, I mean, good afternoon, uh, Good no, good morning, everyone, <laughs> and you on, online, yeah. Um, Margaret said something earlier on about um, Dave went going down his knees and praying for his heart's desire, and, and God gave him her, yeah. Well, um, my wife was praying for her, heart, her husband on, on um, when was it, in March 1989, and God gave her a date. He gave her a date. That was my birthday, so she got her heart's desire, so you're blessed. <laughs> well, um, when, when um, Kelly told us to do this, I, I thought, Lord, what am I going to talk about? And, and one thing with God, right, when, I, when I'm going to do something, he never, he never tells me plainly what it is. He doesn't give me a script or Nothing. So I just, I'm praying, I ask God, what do you want me to, and I've been, get all these different things and nothing, none of them could I speak about. So I'm thinking, Lord, all right, I just trust you. Whatever you want to speak, just give me and I speak. And then what he started to put in my heart was vision, about the vision. And so I believe that there's many of us in here right now that are struggling, really, really struggling. Struggling with, with who we are, whose we are, where we are, and where we are going. We're all, a lot of us are struggling with that. And some of us, more than some. We don't know what we're supposed to do, when to do, or how to do it. But God speaks about vision. He talks about vision. Um, In Hosea, no, 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 Proverbs chapter 29 verse 8, I think is or 18. Where there is no vision, the people perish. So what is vision all about? Why is it that without this vision, you're going to perish? Well, let me give you a little story, yeah? I'm a man, I like, I like um, jerk chicken and them kind of thing. There, yeah? So I like, I got a picture of a, um, a barbecue. So the other day we went down to um, Costco's, me and Mitzi went down to Costco's and, and Mitzi's favorite part in Costco's yeah is where the, the jewelry is, where you get the watches and the rings and the necklaces. Every time we go to Costco, I guarantee you, if Mitzi disappears, you'll find her there. That's her favorite spot. So I waited and wait and wait and wait. One day, Mister, you to look in there. You see, say, "Huh, Mister, this is yours." <laughs> so my favorite part now is where the barbecues are, where the where the gym equipment are, the, the bikes and stuff like that. Because you know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm kind of health conscious. I, I I look to please God. You know what I mean? But sorry, sorry. But anyway. So we walked down. So we come down to where the barbecues are. Normally in, in Costco, the barbecues are gas. And I don't like gas. I like the charcoal. Because you get better flavor. It cooks the food better to me anyway. So we saw this big barbecue. And I looked at this barbecue for what the thing is nice. But you know what? I ain't going to bother looking at it. Because you know what? It's going to be gas. But then something said, go and look at it. So I went and look at this barbecue. And it was charcoal. So I started to open this thing up, lift up this, look at and everything. It was charcoal. So I said, yes, I said, Mitzi, we're going to put deposit on it. But Mitzi likes my cooking. He said, no, no, we're buying it now. So we bought it, took it home. right? And so on the, on the box, it's got a big the picture of this big barbecue and how beautiful it looks. And I just kept on looking at it. So I put it in the front room. right? We left it there in the box. And so for two days, every day I came down, I kept on looking at this barbecue. I just kept on looking at the box because I'm itching to get this thing put together. And so she kind of, every day she's watching myself and she knows what I'm thinking. So one day I just couldn't take it anymore. So what did I do? I opened up the box because I said, no, I've got to fix this thing up. When I open the box, I've never seen so much piece of, so much screws. And I'm thinking, my gosh. And I looked at Shekinah and she kind of just started laughing because she knows what I was thinking. What have I got myself into now? So I had to take them out, put different parts so I can know where things are and all these screws. And I'm thinking, oh, oh man, how am I going to do this now? So I said, all right, then let me try. So I got the instructions out. And you know the instructions, you can't, you can't follow them sometimes. They just drive you mad. <laughs> you're saying this and saying that and saying that. And you're thinking, what on earth is this? So I'm looking at this thing. And there's one piece of contraption in there. It was bent. right? So we start, anyway, you're supposed to start from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And you follow it. You're supposed to follow it in order. But we don't like doing that. We're seeing things and we say, oh, that goes with that, that goes with that. But that wastes time, right? So anyway, we, we, we decided to follow the instructions. So Sanchez came down. So it was me, Shekinah, and Sanchez starting to put this thing together. So as we're putting it together now, where it's working. Everything's coming. It's going fine. And then we see one piece of contraption. It, it, it was bent. And where the instruction was telling us to put it, we're saying there's no way on earth this can go there. So we're debating for about half an hour. We waste half an hour debating. It can't go there. I said, let's just follow it and just do it. So we did it and it fit. So, so we wasted half an hour, you get me? So anyway, carried on and we're nearly finished now. And, and the, one of the last bits to put on was this, this um, iron door where you can pull the door open and where you can put the charcoal in. Right, so we put it. We put the um, this thing up. I don't know what they call them handles, kind of thing. Put them up, right? So when we put it up, the door wouldn't close. We're thinking, Why won't the door close? Because the handles getting away. So I was thinking, no nah, man, there's something wrong with these instructions. And we waste, waste another hour and a half trying to work out why this thing won't close. So we looked at the instructions, we looked at the picture, and then we noticed that there's two holes, yeah. And the holes were facing up. But when we look at what we had done, the holes were facing down. So I'm thinking, no, but this, that's what it told us to do. Right? And so when we looked at the instructions, lo and behold, the holes were up. You understand? So I, I went for it. But anyway, we've done it. We've got it all. we fixed it together. And it's all there now in my house. Ready? Yeah? But what I was trying to use to try to explain something so you can have a picture of is that's what vision does. You have a vision. That is the barbecue itself. That's the end result. That's where you want to get to. But in order to get there, you have instructions. And sometimes the instructions may not seem the way we think it should be. And we do it our own way. Some people are so stubborn, they will just put it in however they want it. And that thing will never work. But some of us waste time and we do it our way. And it won't work and we try to work around it until we have to go back to the beginning, look at the instructions, take it off and put it on how it's supposed to be. That's what vision does. Vision channels you in the right direction. Because we've got a fireplace at home. Just imagine if I just light coals and just left it there. What would happen? The whole house would burn down. It would fall to pieces. Done. But no, a fireplace is built In a way so that the fire um, can direct the heat where it's supposed to go without damaging anything. You understand? So when you stand in front of the fireplace, now you can feel the heat and it will warm up the room. That's what what vision does. It guides you. It stops you from making wrong decisions like your body. Your body is a defense mechanism. It houses and protects life. You are life. You live in the body. The body protects you. And then you use the body to go north, south, east, and west. Eyes to see, ears to hear, nose to smell, mouth to taste, hands to touch. That's what your body does. So in, 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 in a sense, your body is almost like a vision. You're the vision, but the body is the vehicle that you use to do what you need to do. You understand? So what does the body do? If anything comes into the body that's going to destroy you, what does the body do? it fights. You vomit, you sweat, you you at the wayside, whatever it is, and that is eliminating those things that's going to hinder you from going or, or doing what you need to do. That's what vision is. Vision does that. When it's going to put you off track, vision will warn you. It will buffet you. It will discipline you. Look at me. I was looking at that that that, that picture, and because I was looking at so much, the fire rose within me. I had to open it up. But if you don't have no vision, what are you going to do? You will not have that desire, that fire, to do what you're supposed to do. So I w- I just want to encourage you. I'm, this is I'm finishing now because of time, but I want to encourage you. Right, vision, right, is very important. And if you find yourself going round and round and round in circles, go back to the instructions. Look at the instructions. Look at the word. Because the word is, the Bible is vision. It is. Because it has the end result and then it has the way to get there. So just be encouraged. God is with us all. Hey.
0: Thank you, thank you, Patrick. Um, and that was really timely. So, um, just to continue with, with that kind of uh, thread, um, when we were fasting a couple of weeks ago, we had a number of um, scriptures that supported our fiery faith vision, and one of them was Haggai, Haggai one and verse thirteen and fourteen. And I'm going to read that quickly. Um, Then spoke Haggai, the Lord's messenger, in the Lord's message unto the people, saying, I am with you, says the Lord. And the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel uh, and uh, the spirit of Joshua, uh, who was the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came and did the work in the house of the Lord, their God. So that was the scripture that supports our vision, and that is um, you know God empowering people, God calling them uh, and empowering them. so as I read that, I thought okay what 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 happened before they got to that point where God empowered them and i 'm going to kind of paraphrase quite a lot because of time, so um, they were uh, the children of Judah, and they had been in captivity in Babylon for seventy years, and then um Cyrus came and he defeated the Babylonians and Cyrus said to them um, that I want you to go back to, to your land. He He issued a decree permitting the Jews to return home and he mandated the rebuilding of the temple. And so what we see in Haggai is the Lord speaks to Uh, Haggai. And Haggai has to go and speak to two of the most prominent men in Judah. And that was uh, Zerubbabel, who was the governor, and Joshua, who was the high priest. And Haggai says to them, he calls them, he calls prominent people, and he speaks to them in front of the people of Judah. And he and God says, God starts to um, speak to them. And one of the things he says in verse five is, consider your ways. So this is God telling them off. And often, we are told off. And often, we don't know what we're getting told off for. Anyone ever been in that situation? Where you think, what have I done? Thank you, Brian. One honest person. So God says, consider your ways. And then he tells them, What is happening in their life? He says that you sow, but you harvest little. You eat, but it's never enough. You drink, but you're still thirsty. You wear clothes, but you're still cold. A bit like this morning. You earn money, but it's like you're putting your money in a bag of holes. After he tells them what's happening in their life, he again says to them, consider your ways. So he tells them off. He tells them why he's telling them off, and then he tells them off again. So I was thinking, Lord, that's so interesting, because many of us, we are so busy doing things that we're oblivious that things are going a bit pear-shaped. Even when God tells them what's happening in their life, I started to think, that's interesting, because in this verse, in this passage, there is no um, illustration that they were going through these situations of sowing, eating, drinking, earning money, and nothing's working, there's no illustration that they ever cried out to the Lord about it. Okay, And what it showed me is that because it was happening to all of them, whether they discussed it or not, they all thought that this was normal. Eh? yeah, Amen? And many of us, we go through things and we think, because it's normal, that it should be so. But then God goes on and he says to them, after he's told them the second time to consider their ways, he tells them to go to the mountain, bring the wood and build the house and I will take pleasure in it. He said, you looked for much and lo, it came to little. You bought it home and I blew on it. Why says the Lord of hosts? Because my house That is waste, That is lies in waste while you run to your own homes. Therefore, he says, the heaven over you was stayed from dew, and the earth is stayed from her fruits. He says, I called for a drought upon the land. And upon the mountains and upon the corn and upon the new wine and upon the oil and upon that which the grounds brings forth and upon men and upon cattle and upon the labor of the hands. So God was telling them, you see all these things that have been happening to you. I did it. When it happens to you, none of you thought to call on me. None of you thought that it was not normal. I was trying to get your attention. And so I'm having to send a prophet to speak to the high high priest and to speak to the governor in front of you all to tell you to consider your ways. Think about how you are living your life and what you are doing. I, I stopped things from um, being productive in your lives in so many areas and you still didn't recognize what was going on. You still didn't ponder and think is there something wrong no and I stopped it I did it you might have thought it's the devil but please don't give him my credit I did it I did it to get your attention why because when you were in Babylon and you were set free by Cyrus Cyrus gave you a mandate and the mandate was to go home and start to build a temple When you went home 16 years ago you laid the foundation for the temple and then there was an issue with the Samaritans next door. They put you off. You you put your tools down. And my foundation has just laid in that position for 16 years while you're living in your house and you're living your life and you think it's your best life but I'm telling you nothing's working whether you know it or not. So my question to you this morning what are the things God has told you to do that you might have started and then stopped? What dreams or visions has God given you that you've said, I'll do it tomorrow? Or I'll do it when I've got enough money? Or I'll do it when, you know, the stars are lying in the sky? You know, these are God given instructions and desires and plans. And we can talk ourselves out of it. We can. Sometimes it's even like uh, we saw in the, in the children's video. Moses said, I can't do it, God. I can't speak. And then God said, I'm going to help you. I'm going to send you a helper. I'm going to do this, that, or the other. Some of us, we get God's vision. We don't even say, I can't speak. We just say, oh, okay, um, next week, <laughs> next year. When this happens, when I've had children, when the kids have finished school, when I get married, when I've moved, when I've got another job, when, 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 the, when COVID is over, when there's no war, there's always a when. But God's, God wanted their attention. And when he spoke to them, the fear of God fell upon them. When they realized what he had done and what he was doing to get their attention. And after the foundation laying waste for 16 years, within two weeks, they started to rebuild it. And so to go back to the uh, passage that I read at the beginning, before God stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel and Joshua and the remnant of the people, they had to consider their ways they had to look at what was happening in their life they had to be and this is a word that somebody spoke to me recently they had to be intentional with what they're doing with their time we cannot allow our time to just run through our our hands and our fingers we need to be intentional and that means to be deliberate that means to be purposeful you know, and we need a balance in our life. We can't be driven by situations and demands on us. We must have a balance. We must have time for the Lord, time for our family, time to relax, time to invest in ourselves and replenish. And uh, and the Bible says in and also, we need to be open to be challenged by those that can see that we're going a bit off piste. Proverbs 27 and verse 6 says, faithful are the wounds of a friend. We need to have friends brave enough to say, what is going on? Uh, Can you see what's going on? Why are you investing all that time in that? Why are you doing all these things? You know, it's a bit off. We need friends in our life that are brave enough and able to speak to us. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And you have to want to hear God's word. The Bible talks about inclining our ear. And we need to, we need to incline our ear. In Proverbs 4 and verse 20, the Bible says that, it says, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. You have to pay attention. Even, even when you come to church, you may not always be paying attention. We don't want people to come just to fill the seats. We want to empower you, to equip you. And there are times when you need to lean in. Um, the Bible says in Proverbs 3 verse 12, For whom the Lord loves, he corrects. And God needs to correct us just as he corrected the children of Judah and had to tell them twice, you know, you don't want God to repeat something to you. He said, consider your ways. And he told them what was going on. Consider your ways. So let us be open to what God wants to do. I'm just going to wrap up now. But, but in, in the message that God gave me, it made me think about uh, the song we sung earlier about all of my ambitions, hopes and plans. I surrender these into your hands, for it's only in your will that I am free. And, um, you know, we have, we are blessed to have a a prophet in our house who can lead us into the will of God for our lives, for as a ministry, even if we cannot see ourselves in the vision, we need to trust God that we are being led where he wants us to be. Amen. So as I finish, I'm going to ask Patrick to come and uh, sing a quick song.
1: Yeah um I just feel in my heart that God is saying don't take what you heard today lightly. We had fun, we had we laughed and we heard the word, but it it may be a, like not as deep as normal, but it is deep. Because this is this is something that nourishes your soul. It will help you, it will strengthen you and it will heal and deliver you. So if you're in a situation now, you've heard the answer. Now it's for you to start to implement it. God, it says, the Bible says in, in um, I think it's Proverbs, it talks about the vision and it says, it will not lie to you. When it came to that barbecue, when we saw the two holes and we had it at the bottom, it, it weren't lying to us. We had to go back and look again and realize the holes were at the top. So it's not going to lie to you. So when, the, when, when, when God is moving you somewhere or, your, or the vision is moving you somewhere, trust me, it's not lying to you. Listen. Yeah? All right. If you just if you want to close your eyes, close your eyes. If you just want, whatever you want to do, you just do it. I'm just going to sing this song. Just feel, I feel led to sing it. This is the air I breathe. This is the air I breathe. Your holy presence, living in me. This is my daily bread. This is my daily bread. Your very word, spoken to me. And I I'm desperate for you Mm -hmm. And I I'm lost without you Mm -hmm. And I I'm desperate for you. And I... I'm lost without you. Just remember, please, that the Lord, he will never lead you astray. He will never... No matter what the circumstance or situation is, it may seem too big for you. Remember, the Lord is saying, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And he will never lie to you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You may have been a Christian for a long time or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God. Wherever you are in your journey of life, please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message. We will be happy to talk with you, pray with you, and help you in any way we can. Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. Have a blessed week and God bless.